Welcome back to Our Justice Journey with Amaya Nidera, Part 3, and we thank you for your continued interest in this discussion. Our next question is, what do you think the relationship is to stolen land, stolen people, and stolen human rights? It's all interconnected. We live in a, a backwards-ass world, like, you know, the white settler colonial legacy is real, like the whiteness is a construct, is a mindset, is a belief in, in conquest, in um, uniformity, in control, in like in a lot of what, you know, most indigenous peoples, you know, the opposite of what they believe, right? And um, the story is being told by them right? They have, they have taken over um, this land. They have stolen our histories. They have, they have killed off um, many, 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 many um, millions of people in, in our legacy, like our, our, our culture, our, his, our, our histories um, in so many ways have been just shattered and, you know, completely dismantled, right? As a, as a liable and feasible way of life for many of us. And um, as a result, I think it's just, I don't know. It's just, a, it's, can you re repeat the question one more time? So I'm answering it specific to that. What do you think the relationship is to stolen land, stolen people, and stolen human rights? Yes. So, okay. So I guess then I will go with a proverb, which is until the tale is told by the side of the lion, the story will always glorify the hunter. Right? That's the African proverb. I'm loosely quoting that, of course. But the the... The lesson in that being that we have to be the owners of our stories. We have to reclaim space, not necess always necessarily physically, but sometimes physically as well. Um, and most times physically, right? Because we need to reclaim our land and reclaim our space. But um, that the, it's the reclaiming of the mind as well, right? Yeah. And the reclaiming of the understanding that um, we are living in a conquered state, right? That these conquerors are Im imposing upon us. Yeah. And um, we, have, we have every right and ability to liberate. Mm -hmm. And the more we are aware of that, the more we can. Yeah, <laughs> I really like that, you know, just to quote like Bob Marley, of course, you know, emancipate ourselves from mental slavery none but ourselves can free our minds and i feel like That's until true. we free our minds of this colonial mentality and just like the stories we were told that are lies you know what i mean um i feel like it's hard to continue to fight for change and stuff until we you know see the world as it is and see what happened as it is and see history as it is my last question is, my last question for you is, what are the three greatest lessons you want to pass on to your children as it relates to social justice? My three 
greatest lessons would be to, gosh, that's hard. Because when I think about my mom, I'm like, she left me with some good lessons. Yeah. I was, I was 21 when she passed. But there were so many that I learned the hard way. What would I want to leave my kids just with three? That's so little. <laughs> three is so little. But I would say I would want to teach and leave with my children that truly we can create heaven or hell every day with how we think. And that, you know, you can be a problem solver or you can be like, stuck with problems like mm -hmm. and it's it's just a mindset and it's something that you have to learn as young as you possibly can to be able to gracefully and 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 enjoy the ride like yeah. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah, know yeah. that of life and so that's the first one is like choose heaven choose heaven every whenever you can choose heaven um Number two would be in your choosing heaven, understand that you always have a responsibility to, um, to help, to serve, to be of service, right? That um, in some capacity in, in one way or, or, or another, whether it's to your parents, whether it's to your children, whether it's to your partner or your community, um, those are acts of resistance as well. And the more that you can pour in love and pour in the goodness from your heaven, mm -hmm. the more you can radiate and create that heaven and expand it and create little pockets of heaven everywhere you go, um, the better, right? And that your family and community are reflections of of you right and and that you the the reciprocity that you don't just take you have to also pour in and and give back that's the second and the third would be that um i want them to create and you know like we are here on this earth and i, I want them to create i want them to think about their gifts, their tools, and what they can leave, what they can, what they can contribute, what they can produce and create. And, and I want them to be in a state, in a creative state constantly. Mm -hmm. um, because I think that's the nexus where the theory and the praxis hit and you're just like creating and creating. Yeah. And if you can stay in a, in a place where you're constantly creating it's just like a beautiful little world. So. Yeah, yeah. I like that, you know, choose heaven, spread heaven, and create. I think that's beautiful. Well, we thank you, Maya Nugera, once again, for being such an amazing contribution to this discussion and hope to continue connecting with you in the future. Thank you again to our listeners for being a part of this discussion as well. We hope that you enjoyed our podcast. Make sure to keep up to date with new stories and interviews in the near future.